Podcast. Stu, Angie, and Janelle Podcast. Your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello. Thursday, Friday Eve. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning. Good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving, and on the old car radio. i got a question about driving for both of you, but specifically for the directionally challenged Angie Poirier. Did you make it home from beautiful Barhaven yesterday? Yes. What are you talking about? Remember the last time you came to Barhaven to meet a winner, you got lost? No, I did not get lost. Yes, you did get lost. No, I didn't. No, when? I didn't get lost in Barhaven. You can't. You just hit a big box store and you just turn around. Exactly. <laughs> and you used to live there. I did live there. She got lost last time she came I to Barhaven. I lived there when people were like, you're moving to Farhaven? <laughs> and then it blew up. Uh, you guys were in beautiful Barhaven yesterday, uh, my country, because our winner, uh, Vanessa Rodriguez of the Ed Sheeran Contest, lives in Barhaven. Yes. And she had quite the entourage when we pulled up. <laughs> Signs made, yeah. family members coming out of that house. That house friends. looked like a clown car. It did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. People just kept flooding out. Mm-hmm. And was... she's really excited to bring her daughter to Switzerland. Mm-hmm. We met her daughter, Alessandra, yesterday. And and they're doing the smart thing because they have family over in Europe. So they're trying to take the package they won and build on it. <laughs> yeah, because that's the deal with some of these packages. Like when you win, because it's just a four-night stay, but who only wants to go to Europe for four nights? <laughs> <Right>. I mean, <laughs> we'll pay for your flight there and back, but you can extend that. You can push it back a couple of weeks mm-hmm. if you've got some cash to spend and uh, you know, like put yourself up for a few extra nights there. You can still change your flight home and it'll still be paid for. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. I, you know, the contests that we do, I know we give away a lot of stuff, but I don't of all the winners that we've met, I mean, have we ever met somebody as genuine as that? Yeah, they were. And cool. And just, yeah, so thankful. And everyone was just so happy for them, you know? Yeah. Like, that speaks volumes. Like, friends were coming over, neighbors were coming over, just like, oh, they deserve this. So. You know, Vanessa was telling us that our doctor was like, you got to go here, you got to see this. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> getting advice and tips already from all these people who have already traveled there. So, And when yeah. we showed up, their friends had signs, bring us back some Swiss chocolate, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all going for the chocolate. <laughs> when you think useless, think of Stu. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, welcome to another episode of Useless Facts. There are currently 15 members in the Hall of Fame for the segment. Oh, are you sure? He booted out and re-inducted people so, so many, many people times. all the time. <laughs> I, I know. think you inducted Steve twice. <laughs> Uh, and booted I may have. out Gusto about 20 times. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's 15 members. So thank you very much. Okay. This fact is going to blow your mind, especially if, if you like coffee. Everyone loves coffee, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A coffee beans aren't beans. They're fruit pits. Ooh. Yeah. Fruit pits. Yes. Well, have you never opened up like a coffee? Like co- have you ever? No, but I'm sure Janelle made? has. <laughs> what is it? It's, it's a like fruit a, pit. But what's what what's the is there like a like what does it look like? Is there a fruit yeah, around well, the pit? They're really yeah. they're really tiny. Ask Janelle. <laughs> so what? Is, no, but she did go to a coffee farm. Yeah, what did they I look went like? to a coffee farm when I was yeah. in Columbia. They're like little tiny red balls, from what I remember. Really? Yeah. yeah. And then inside is the coffee yeah. bean or yeah, the pit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I did not know that. Now you know. I never really thought about like what. How it grows, right? How it yeah, grows. Yeah, they're like little bushes or kind of like, you know, they're like kind of like bushy bushes. I don't know if I thought the beans just grew like on a vine. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> but it's a, it's a great useless fact. 
Yeah. 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 How do you rate that fact? I like ground up fruit pits. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give that a nine. I did not know that. I'm sorry, Sue. I think I'm only going to give you a five. (laughs) I thought it was a fairly well-known fact. I feel dumb now. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, let's see what everybody else thought and if they knew that, too. Uh, Cranky Craig says, well, I hate coffee, but I do love that fact. And he's giving it a nine anyway. I thank you for that. Who hates coffee? There are some people who don't drink it. They prefer their tea or, I don't know. I I love tea, too, but I have tea at the end of my day. Um, Yeah. With your biscuits? Yes, I do. Uh, 10 out of 10, I still knew that. Uh, cool fact from Bonnie and the half of the dynamic duo. Thank you. Mm-hmm. The fact is, this fact is the pits, says Hall of Famers, Ghost Rider, and Dad Pierre, the dehydrated Frenchman. We don't drink coffee either, and they're giving it a five as well. Mm. Okay, I'm kicking them out of the Hall of Fame. Both of them. Oh, you cannot wow. do that. Yes, okay. both of them. Even the little kid rider, you're out of the Hall of Fame. There's a lot of people who are mentioning how much they hate coffee. Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. Hall eh? Famer, boss traveler. I love the smell of coffee, but hate the taste. I love the fact you gave today and give you a 10 this morning. Thank you, boss traveler. See, at least Sleepy Lees is like me. Totally had to Google that now. I did not know that at all. Uh, is giving you a 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, same for my mother. Stuart's number one favorite fan is Neuronic Mama gives him a 10. I'll check now when I grind triple espresso. Mm. Ooh, she has a triple espresso. Yeah. See, Landscape Lady is giving you a 10 as well and is also going to Google more info on this, finding it very interesting. <laughs> I know. I need to see what these little red balls look like. I believe they were red when they're harvest. I mean, like that was like Well, there's probably ago, different varieties yeah. though too, right? It was so. good coffee that mm. you brought back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm, I yes. ground that with my, no, I, I picked that with my bare hands. It's the best fruit pits I, I ever not. had. I did not. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, Anne Heche's death has now finally been ruled an accident and cause of death has been confirmed and revealed. So she died due to inhalation of smoke and thermal injuries to the body and uh, also sternal fracture due to the blunt trauma of the accident. So uh, many people were wondering if there was going to be something with the toxicology reports, maybe, you know, cause of death before, but um, that is what is listed as uh, her official cause of death. So there is a Dallas company that is called Colossal Biosciences, and they are already working to bring back the woolly mammoth. They want to do that. Mm -hmm. But now they also have plans to resurrect the Tasmanian tiger that has been extinct since the 1930s. What I find wildly interesting about this is that this is a startup, a Harvard startup, that's backed by Paris Hilton and the whole Hemsworth family. So like Chris, Liam Hemsworth, the Hemsworth family are dedicated conservationists uh, for their native Australia, obviously. Mm -hmm. They live there, they're born there. So what they're doing is there's a Harvard geneticist behind this, and he plans to take cells from the Tasmanian tiger's closest living relatives and genetically engineer them into a Tasmanian tiger. This is exactly what they did in Jurassic Park. 
basically. This is terrifying. With like is the this... old fly and the thing. Who's asking for this? Like, was there okay. like a whole bunch of people asking so for this? So everyone's like, why, how, why? So that's how. The why is, is that they're hoping in reviving the Tasmanian tiger, which was such a, a huge animal that... Uh, you know, balanced the biodiversity of the Australian ecosystem. They're hoping that if they reintroduce the tiger into the ecosystem, that they're going to um, help because Australia's ecosystems have suffered decades of of issues. So that's like a huge task. It right is. now, we're dealing with like extinction of animals when we, you know, they there's already hundreds of them, and yeah. they're trying to repopulate that population, and it's taking. Mm-hmm like 10, 20, 30 years to even reintroduce those. But imagine... How are you going to do it with just one? You're going to have to make another one and then they're going to have to hopefully mate. Yeah, they're going to have to start cloning like they were doing those sheep dolly and all Uh that stuff, yeah. But I mean, you know, you you can look at this and go, this is probably a bad idea. If they start messing with stuff and crossbreeding stuff and bringing back dinosaurs, yeah, it could be a problem. But if they could bring back something that, you know, can rebalance an entire ecosystem and save partly Mm -hmm. uh, areas of our planet, I'm for it. Nothing can go wrong here, right? Listen, Harvard's <laughs> behind it. They're smart over there at Harvard. They know what they're doing. <laughs> and What's Trending is brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. Stuntman's do Angie and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. So we're all just trolling through life, trying to get through our day-to-day activities, like going to a doctor's office, and you're sitting there waiting for a doctor, and you're sitting there on your phone, minding your own business, going through Facebook, Instagram, checking all your socials, and then somebody's in the other corner of the office on their phone, on a speaker, uh, having a conversation with somebody that, that they know. And everyone in the office is listening to this conversation. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, do I say, everyone's looking at this person, like, what are you doing? And I wanted to say, can you shut up, please? Wasn't an interesting conversation, at least? No. <laughs> Not when you'd want to eavesdrop on. <laughs> like, wh- what, a bar- what about a phone... Like, what part of your brain says it's okay to have a conversation with everyone in a doctor's office? Like, like what part of your brain says that's okay? So, would it <laughs> be okay if it wasn't on speakerphone? Yes. Okay. Really? Well, I, for not, me, everybody, not everybody, everyone needs to hear their conversation. For me, it's not even the people that are talking on the phone. It's the people that are talking to someone else, or but they just are loud talkers. Yeah. You know, they just, they want you to be a part of their conversation, or they want you to hear how funny or clever they are, or whatever. Yeah. And it's how almost like... How their life is. They're almost like looking over at you to see if you're listening. Mm-hmm. And they're talking so loud, and you're just like, stop. Yeah. I don't, I don't even like having phone conversations like walking down the street. It happens sometimes, but typically like the only time I like to take a phone call is in the privacy of my own home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like even what is a phone call? Text me. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's like not on speakerphone, I don't want anyone else to hear the other end, like the one half of my yeah. conversation. But yeah, speakerphone in a public setting? Yeah, no. like where is your brain? No. So we're talking about those things that yeah. are like a big turnoff for you. Like like just simple human behavior that you just observe and you're like, nah, I don't like it. Yeah, this one isn't even necessarily just for relationships. This one's for all, all like not romantic relationships, like all relationships. I hate flaky people. Flaky? Yeah. People what does that like mean? who flake out on plans, who mm. won't commit. They're kind of like, yeah, you know, like, I'll see if I'll be there. Or they say they're going to come and then last minute they cancel on you. I am somebody who loves to plan and have things 
to look forward to. Mm. So if that means me, you know, booking some sort of a weekend getaway or, you know, plans to be doing something with you on a weekend a month from now and you don't want to commit... I don't like it. Mm. <laughs> so is Adam a committer? <laughs> oh, he's become one. Yeah. yeah like he's, he, I taught yes. him to be one. He's not a planner himself. So yeah. I do a lot of our planning for it. Like the, the, our entire summer, almost every single weekend had something going on right. um, in April. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you informed him of the calendar. <laughs> yes. And he's like, okay. And then all of his friends contact him last minute and say, hey, can we get together this weekend? He's like, nah, guys. We're yeah. booked. Janelle has plans for me. When are you free? <laughs> In September. <laughs> uh, for me, like just a simple big turnoff would be people with just no social graces. Like just like mm. simple, rude people that just don't even know the power of a please or a thank yes. you. Yeah. yeah. Like it's nails on a chalkboard for me. Like even if my kids, like, you know, in some setting, someone hands them something and they don't say thank you. I'm like, say thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, say please. You know, like I yeah. just, I can't, it, it I don't compute with people that are just rude. Yeah, no. You know? Especially when, like, it's an or adult with- and you're like, my kid's more polite than you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, like, just rude to people at counters and in oh. stores and restaurants. to be associated just, with those people. Like, who are you to think that mm-hmm. you need to be served by, you know, this second or, you know, huffing and puffing in line? Like, why are you the be-all, end-all who gets to, you know, be top dog here? All right. So we've opened up the can of worms and letting everyone come in. Or <laughs> Lily, you look kind of angry this yeah. morning. <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> but we want to know what is something that's a big turnoff for you. I mean, we're learning this morning, right? We're yes. learning what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure you go through the list of things yeah. on not to do on make our sure Facebook you're not doing page. It. <laughs> <laughs> but give us a call and uh, and vent like we just did. You can give us a call at 750-1100 or text in your answer at 10-0-30. Well, if you haven't been able to get a second date recently, it might be because you're doing these things. The things that, uh, you know, people don't really like. We're talking about the one things that kind of like turn you off from other people. So what is that one thing for you? Betty on our Facebook page says, it's when someone just seems to know everything about everything. (laughs) She's like, how do you even warm up to a person who is constantly controlling the conversation with their uber knowledge? (laughs) And like similarly, somebody who just wants to always one up you. Right. With their stories. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of like, oh, yeah, well, I did this one time and I did this. And then just like constantly over talking about all of your things and not really listening to the conversation. That's well, a Chris so- Clavin, I think you could call it. Yeah. Someone who knows everything. Uh, <laughs> Christine K. nails it on her Facebook page. She says, smokers cannot stand the smell. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's like more rare these days. I, like I find now it's like, do I sell smoke? Is that smoke? Yeah. Do you smoke it? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like. But it used to be like you'd walk through clouds everywhere you went. But it's crazy because that's a huge turnoff for me, too. And and Adam smoked when we first started dating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that quickly. How ended. long did that take you to get him to stop? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I don't think that he really loved the idea that he was a smoker either. And mm-hmm. he kind of wanted to quit himself. I want to say it was probably about six months. 
I notice it now because, like, there's pot smoke, right? And yeah. that is a very distinct smell. <laughs> I'm like, is that a skunk? Oh, I smell pot. I smell pot. <laughs> uh, so we were talking about, you know, just those people that are just rude, like at a store or just huffing and puffing, don't like to wait and think that they are just above everyone else and should be served first. And to that point, we got this text that kind of backs that up at 10 30. It says, good morning. It says, one day I was in line at the grocery store and this lady behind me kept huffing and puffing about how long it was taking to get through and she was trying to get me to complain she was trying to get her on her side Mm. about it and after a few minutes i finally turned around to her and said aren't we lucky to live in canada where we have grocery stores with food in it some people in some countries can't stand in line because there is no line to stand in (laughs) the woman rolled her eyes at me and kept quiet sometimes they just need to be put in their place like a mic drop moment yeah Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, the individuals involved in that anonymous 2016 lawsuit in which the plaintiff claimed she was assaulted by her then-husband on a private plane have been revealed as Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Kind of no surprise there. It was a big giveaway. Uh, and she filed a Freedom of Information Act suit against the FBI demanding to know why they refused or declined to charge uh, Brad Pitt after he allegedly assaulted her on that private flight. But now the details of the suit have been released to the media. Media. Oh, you never want to release it to the hound dogs with all the explosive details about what she alleges happened on that plane. Oh, she geez. says he was intoxicated that day, made her feel like a hostage on the plane, allegedly grabbed her and shook her, pushed her into a wall, punched the plane ceiling, poured beer on her. Oh, my gosh. And then when their 15 year old son intervened uh, and called him a name, uh, they got physical with each other. So she, Angelina, admits to wrapping her her arms around Brad's neck at one point in a chokehold style to try to control him. Yikes. All of this in front of their kids on that plane. Oh my God, that's awful if that's true. So uh, shortly after, of course, she filed for divorce. He uh, gave up drinking and has been sober ever since. But the U.S. attorney decided not to pursue criminal charges against Brad and she refuses to let that go and continues to demand to know why. So this is not going to end anytime soon. That's ugly. Kanye West is feeling the heat on social media after a photo went viral of his new Yeezy collection and how it looks inside the Gap store. So it's this collaboration with the Gap, right? So if you want anything from the Yeezy collection, good luck to you sifting through trash bags. (laughs) I saw this photo. What a terrible way to shop. Yeah. So uh, his clothing collection, he says, is inspired by the homeless. So it's very like urban sort of streetwear. But he was upset in the stores when they introduced his collection into their stores and put it on hangers. He didn't want that. He wanted all of these things, all of these pieces of his collection to be crammed into trash bags in the middle of the store. And you have to go through and find your size and sift through it all. And your clothes are going to be wrinkly when you buy them. And like, uh, yeah, it just seems like, I don't know what you're trying to find your size small in a $200 sweatshirt inside a garbage bag. (laughs) I'm so confused. Sign me up. So he's obviously getting skewered on social media for this, like, you know, vision of his or whatever. But um, it's yeah. fashion. They won't help you find your size or anything. You just got to dig through it. Honestly. It's like a nightmare. I give up and just be like, yeah, I don't want it. Yeah. Like, what? 
And just because it has a Y on it, it's worth that much money. You can't even like see what the clothing looks like. You have to physically go and like hold it up and see. It just yeah. looks like a bunch of black clothing shoved into a bag that's ready to go to Everything a Goodwill. Everything he designs <laughs> is black and gray. But we don't like it, but my son and his buddies like it. Oh, those yeah. shoes. Everything yes. is just weird. It's all space yeah. agey. And that's what's trending. Brought to you by Defalco for Brewers and Winemakers. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Janelle, who's made the cut? Donna and Kathy are on the line this morning, and I believe... Uh, Stu won Stu yesterday. Won yesterday so. I did. In and a shocking and surprising twist. <laughs> Angie will play first with <laughs> Donna this morning. All right. Good morning, Donna. Hello. Morning, Angie. Hi. All right, so this isn't so bad. We get first choice of categories. We'll tell you what they are, and you pick which one you like, all right? Perfect. So thank you to Lucretia Supaneka who sent in our categories this morning. At the park or at the pool? Hmm. At the pool, please. Things at the pool. I like it. All right. Here we go. You dry off with your? Cow. This is what you wear into the pool. Your? Bathing suit. Yeah. This is the person who sits in the chair and watches you. Yeah. You wear these on your eyes. Goggles. Yep. Uh, and uh, what is what is in the pool? H2O? Water. Yeah. And afterwards, you might wash off in the? Shower. Yeah. And then this is the thing you bounce on and do a swan. Diving board. Uh, yes. Wow. This girl came to play. Look at Donna go. And I'm the one that has a pool. I wanted that category. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So hang, uh, hang on, the on line, yep. Donna. We'll see how Kathy does this morning. Good morning, Kathy. You ready to play? Hi, Stu. Yes, I am. All right. The category again, Janelle, is what? At the park. At the park. All right. Okay. Things at the park. Three, two, one. We're going to the park. I'm going to push you on the? Swing. Yes. And uh, a lot of times you go to beaches. What's what's on beaches? Sand. Yes. And at the park, you push your kid down a? Slide hill. Yes. Uh, yes. And uh, there's not grass. Uh, uh, oh, crap. There's not. Uh, these little buggers are crawling through the sand. Ant. Yes, and you're going to have a lunch. Uh, you're going to have, yes, and you're going to, um, oh, how do you describe this? Um, Bun stew. I don't know how to describe it. Daddy's uh, <laughs> like, come on, get to it. How person, do you describe a, a teeter-totter? A person sits on up either and end and you go up and down. Seesaw. Yeah. Seesaw is another word. The word is teeter-totter, <laughs> so yeah. This is from 1962? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that word in a long time. <laughs> My granddaughter calls it an up and down. An up oh, okay. and down. Aww. It well, would have taken a while then. <laughs> unfortunately, not enough to win, Kathy, but play again. You did great. Thank you. Thanks. Have a good day. You too. It'll be Donna today. Way to go, Donna. Hey, both of us. Yeah, <laughs> dynamic duo. All right, tell Donna what she's won. You have a $50 gift card to uh, Magic Cuts. Plus, we're going to be entering you into our day. Uh, we're entering you into our grand prize draw, which is free haircuts for a year, valued at 300 bucks. Wow, great. Thank you. Move Mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. On today's best variety, Move 100. Well, Stephanie, you can't believe that she made it through, but you are lucky caller number 10. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning. Backstreet Boys fan Stephanie. Ooh, you want to go to this show? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> You'll be singing along to all their songs, right? For sure. Mm, interesting you say that, Stu, because one of their best-known hits 
is the subject of our little question for you today. Of course, if you've been listening this week, we've been playing the Backstreet Backwards contest. <laughs> and one of their best known hits is the song Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to get you to right now spell everybody backwards. Go. Uh, y D O B Y R E V E. Whoa! No big deal for you. <laughs> you got it. See, we didn't go too hard on you. You have the tickets. You're off to see the show September 1st. Thank you so much. This is honestly amazing. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Oh, Canadians are getting nostalgic. They're sharing memories all over Twitter with news that the Zellers stores are making a comeback next year. So a like decade after the discount chain shuttered most of the rest of their locations, they're going to be opening up a new e-commerce website. They're going to be doing more pop-ups in different Hudson's Bay stores right across the country next year. They're basically coming for Walmart, Dollarama, and Giant Tiger in the discount retailer like arena. And so with news that Zellers is coming back, Canadians are sharing like all their memories of growing up going to the local Zellers. <laughs> yeah, and, and the fact that they screwed me out of my Club Z points, they're dead to me. Oh, oh yeah. Did you have a whole bunch and then I they had a whole bunch of Club Z points. This is your issue. You you just save up points until you get to us like you're doing this right now with your shoppers drug mart points. Oh yeah. almost have a million points. Sun goes out of business, you'll be out a thousand bucks. <laughs> no, I, I I was trying to cash in some points, like for a, a PS2 or whatever, and okay. they wouldn't allow me to do it. They're like, we can't do this. I'm like, why? <laughs> well, you remember uh, Zeddy? Remember Zeddy the bear? He can Their die, mascot? too. <laughs> uh, and do you remember the Zeller's Restaurant? I, was I remember such a big deal. the clothing racks because I just remember going in there and hiding in the clothing racks uh, as a kid. <laughs> and my brother and I would get lost in there, and my mom would be like, where are you? I remember it was such a big deal being taken to the Zeller's restaurant for some reason. Like, of all the restaurants in all the land, going to the one inside the Zeller's was like... Because it was convenient. I remember yeah. uh, my parents would always get ready, getting me ready for school, and they'd yeah. get the Prismacular colored pencils. Yeah. I remember, like, the, when I first got my first job, I was working the chip wagon at the Stittsville Flea Market, and I started getting a lot of paychecks that summer, and I saved them up. And I remember being so proud at Christmas, going into my local Zellers at Hazeldean Mall and buying my entire family Christmas gifts from our Zellers. And I remember, like, thinking I was such a high roller, yeah. walking Aww. in to the Zellers with my own money. I can still remember everything I bought everyone. I bought my dad a new alarm clock. I bought my mom an Alfred Sung perfume. And I oh. bought my sister those hot rollers that were like long rubber worms that looked like Medusa. Yes, I know things. those. Yeah. And you'd wind your hair all up in them. And like. And I remember walking out of there with my big white bag with Zellers written on the side. <laughs> and going, how much you spent was like, what, 50 bucks? Probably. Yeah. probably. <laughs> I was like, baller, got my family gifts. Look at me go. Yeah. Anyways, they're coming back. So we'll have to see what they have to offer. It's good that they have the e-commerce site, too. Because, yeah, I, mean, sure. I mean, if you don't That's have online shopping, you're going to die in this day and age, right? Yeah. Anyway, welcome back, sellers, and that's what's trending. Early in the morning, early in the morning. Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. Hi, we're looking for Michelle, please. Speaking. Uh, Michelle, do you like wine? Who's this? Do you like wine, though? Yes or no? Yes. 
Who do, do you I think this is, Michelle? I don't know. We're talking about wine. There's three of us. Like a wine tour. Oh! Everybody from the radio station. Oh Angie and Janelle, yes. Hi. 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 <laughs> so we'll ask this is you so again. Because I'm, I'm listening to the radio as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll ask you again, Michelle. Do you like wine? Oh, I love wine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go drink wine with us on a bus? I would love to go on a bus with you guys. Okay. We'll take you down <laughs> to Prince Edward I County. I want anything. <laughs> Well, congratulations. You've secured your spot on our summer wine down wine tour. You're headed to Prince Edward County with us, and you can bring along a friend with you as well. Excellent. Thank you so much. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. A local husband is making a public plea in an attempt to help save his wife's life. Greg Dargavel started a Facebook page for his wife, Pam, telling the story about Pam being a former Ottawa nurse who is in liver failure because she contracted hepatitis C through an accidental patient needle prick at her local hospital 32 years ago. So the hep C acquired in that accident was not diagnosed until the early 2000s. And at that point, hep C had no cure. So over the next decade, as each new hep C treatment became available, Pam was one of the first in Canada to receive it. But at the end of the first treatment, it looked like the treatment had eradicated the hep C virus. But six months later, that proved to be false. And her liver at this point is too severely damaged to recover. Her husband, Greg, says that she now has the liver of a 95-year-old alcoholic, despite the fact she was never a drinker. And for the past six months, Pam has been undergoing blood transfusions every month. She's extremely tired, sleeps most of the day, and she was put on a transplant list for a deceased donor. However, because of the long wait list and limited number of livers available, they're looking for, at this point, a living liver donor. Unfortunately, Pam has a very rare blood type. And that blood type, being B, means that she can only accept a liver from anyone with a blood type O plus, or O positive, O negative, B positive, or B negative, but between the ages of 16 and 60. And unfortunately for Pam, no one in their immediate family is the right blood type. Their friends are mostly older than 60, and they've been ruled out. And they cannot find words to describe how hard it is, Greg says, to see Pam get sicker each and every day. They have kids, Ryan and Megan, and they're just pulling for mom. So sadly, Greg says, some patients will die waiting for a donor. And every three days, a person dies in Ontario because they don't get the life-saving transplant they need. And what a lot of people don't maybe understand is that living liver donation is when a live person gives a portion of their liver to a patient listed for a liver transplant and that donor's liver though starts regenerating just yeah. two days yeah. two days two days yeah. after yeah. donation wow and 10 days after donation it's at full function once again huh? yeah so uh, they are hoping that more people will consider this. And there are many people that are on the live donor registry that have said they've done this. They did this to save a child's life. They did this to save, you know, a friend's life. And they are fully back, fully living a normal life, full liver function. Wow. So 
it's really something to investigate it if it's something that you will consider and this family obviously hoping that someone will consider and maybe be the right match for Pam but uh, they have set up this Facebook page for more information and you can certainly visit it if you are interested but liver donor for Pam Hopkins Dargavel is the Facebook page it's been all over CTV Ottawa News but it's just this family looking to, you know, get back some of her quality of life. She was so active before. She was a sailing instructor. The family, you know, she and her husband are avid sailors, mm-hmm. and she just, at, at this point, can't even get out of bed on a daily oh. basis. Oh, my gosh. That is so, so sad. And such a rare, rare occurrence that how that happened, just yeah. doing her daily job, being a life-saving nurse, and mm-hmm. then ends up like this. So, again, that Facebook page, Liver Donor for Pam Hopkins Dargavel here in Ottawa. And that's all the feels on Move 100.